Hello everyone, welcome to the Plug-in India Electric Vehicle Podcast, our weekly show on the happenings in the Indian electric vehicle scene. My name is Abhishek, I'm the host at Plug-in India and I've been associated with Plug-in India since 2015 and with me is my friend Kamli, the editor-in-chief of the Plug-in India platform. We also have Farah, the producer of the podcast. Welcome to episode 15 of the Plug-in India Electric Vehicle Weekly Podcast. The big guns are here in the electric scooter world. With me as always is Kamlesh. Kamlesh, what's happening at Plug-in India? Hi Abhishek. Not much. As you know, we have lockdown here. We're not able to go out anywhere and do some shoots. So we're just uh, focusing on uh, creating content for website, uh, planning for the future. So that's that kind of stuff. Yeah. To speak has been pretty slow. Yeah. I think everyone's feeling a bit demoralized right now because the COVID situation is very uncertain with the second wave. Sooner rather than later, in a few months' time, things will be back up and running. Yeah, we're just preparing for that. So, yes, and I think we all should take care of each other and uh, follow the protocols. Yeah, wear a mask, wash your hands, maintain social distancing. This episode of the Plugin India podcast is brought to you by our awesome Patreon and YouTube members. For as little as just $1 a month, you can contribute to the work of Plugin India and help keep the channel independent. Once you are a member, you get access to our Discord server where you can interact with the Plugin India team members on a daily basis. Go to www.patreon.com slash pluginindia or click on the join button on our YouTube channel. Let's move on to the very first news story, Ola's electric scooter charging network, the Hypercharger. Ola Electric has revealed its plans to set up the world's largest electric two-wheeler charging network. The plan is to have more than 100,000 charge points in 400 cities by the end of 2021 and 5,000 charge points across 100 cities. In India, the network would be positioned to work with Ola Electric's upcoming two-wheeler product, starting the Ola Scooter, which will be launched in the coming month. Ola Electric will invest rupees 200 crores over a period of five years. Ola will build automated multi-level charging and parking systems in popular areas across multiple cities. And standalone chargers will also be installed across malls, IT parks, and popular locations. The Ola scooter can be charged up to 50% in just 18 minutes to receive 75 kilometers of range. Mr. Bhavish Agarwal, the chairman and rope CEO of Ola, said, For us to assure aggressive and large-scale adoption of electric vehicles, a strong charging network is required. One of the key infrastructure gaps in our country has been the charging network. By creating the world's largest and densest two-wheeler charging network, we can dramatically accelerate the custom adoption of electric vehicles and rapidly move the industry to electric. So that's exciting, Abhishek. If you look at their photos, they look spectacular. The, fo- the scooter looks amazing. The charging bays look great and neat. And the multi-level parking ch- slash charging uh, buildings look pretty impressive. But one thing which Mr. Agarwal said is that the Ola hypercharger will only be compatible with Ola electric scooters. The network will not be available to non-Ola customers. When asked, he said that uh, it's a conscious strategic choice. By controlling both ends of the ecosystems, the vehicle and the charging infrastructure, we would be able to offer a great seamless experience to our customers. And he also cited the example of Elon Musk, Tesla and NIO, which is a Chinese electric car maker, who have recently rolled out their own proprietary charging ecosystem. And uh, he also said that Hyundai car can't charge with a Tesla on a, on a Tesla supercharger network. Uh, so he's justifying 
that strategy but i think this is not something that we should see uh, oh well so the much anticipated and soon to be launched ola scooter is a tech driven electric vehicle with industry leading range and speed it will be manufactured at the ola future factory which is being at record speed in tamil nadu india with the first phase to be ready this summer the facility is being built with an investment of rupees 2400 crores on 500 acres of land very promising abhishek the, with this kind of infrastructure rollout uh, ola electric is actually showing the way for these ice vehicle manufacturers there is no half hearted play here ola is serious i mean if you if you're launching a, a paradigm changing vehicle you need paradigm changing infrastructure and they are showing it if you see if you observe all the ice vehicle manufacturers like mahindra tvs the launches have been pretty limited pretty half hearted they're not going full blown into this but ola electric is completely different they are with this hypercharger network they are that serious and they want to sell millions but at the same time i wonder why is ola spending so much money Two billion dollars over five years on this network, especially when we know that the Ola scooter uh, will have removable battery. Once people start buying them, they will hardly use the public charging infrastructure. Ninety percent charging happens at home or at work, as we know. Charging system seems more like a PR branding exercise than something that is actually meant to be effective. And in a scooter, you might ride thirty kilometers a day. This infrastructure stuff is totally a overblown thing. But but anyway, uh, I still feel it's a good thing because a lot of people who we equate electric vehicle charging to filling up petrol with petrol pump which is totally wrong because an electric vehicle you charge your vehicle when you're sleeping or when you're doing other stuff and uh, they think that you know electric vehicle charging takes too much time and that that is a big problem mm-hmm. so they need charging stations they equate charging stations to petrol pump so i think i guess for those kind of people you need some kind of infrastructure support and another thing that is disappointing is that these charge points are not open charge points that all evs can use only le- ola electric scooters can charge there plug in india firmly believes in open charging network so it's a pity that ola has gone the tesla supercharger route when even ether which has actually been called the tesla of india has kept its grid open other evs can also plug it at the ether charge point i don't understand this uh, logic i mean if you want to support evs you have to support the entire ecosystem if you're building this infrastructure and it's not being used by your vehicles a lot at least open it up maybe maybe they will start flood this and maybe they will change or maybe they all is just going to be like a slab we don't know we'll see time will tell not a good move it's not good move for for the industry yeah but ultimately ola electric is here to cause disruption they are a full full fledged ev startup so and they have no ice baggage and for that we are very very grateful we have a big player who have lot, who has a lot of money and they're pushing evs and it's going to be awesome so good luck ola so one more thing if you guys want to read the article or take a look at the tweet by mr babish agarwal i would recommend you to go to the plug in india website go to the electric vehicle news section and you'll find the ola electric scooter charging network the hypercharger article Hero Motor Corp partners with Taiwan-based Gogoro to launch battery swapping EVs in India. Hero Motor Corp and Gogoro Incorporated today announced a strategic partnership to accelerate the shift to sustainable electric mobility in India. India's largest two-wheeler maker, Hero Motor Corp, has tied up with Taiwan Gogoro, an industry leader in battery swapping technology. This partnership plans to accelerate the shift to electric transportation in India, and the company's plan to establish a battery swapping network in India as well as collect. Collaborate on EV development. Hero could launch electric two-wheelers that are powered by the Gogoro network for the Indian market. 
and the gogoda network is a hyper efficient battery swapping platform for battery swapping and smart mobility service so great abhishek uh, the gogoda brand is extremely popular in taiwan uh, they have more than 3 lakhs 35000 two wheeler owners and also 2000 battery swapping stations they handle around 2 lakhs 65000 battery swaps a day which is like insane wow the key selling point is that uh, riders can easily find a swapping station every 3 to 5 kilometers and you don't have to wait for charging you can just swap it and there are benefits for this kind of a model so it's also interesting to note is that in tepe many of these gogoro swap stations are installed by businesses it ultimately becomes an amenity for businesses for example coffee shops can install one uh, convenience stores malls can set up these this will attract customers to their business so it's like amenity and so that, so this thing will happen in india too and it's very exciting dr pawan munjal the chairman and ceo of hero motor corp said and i quote our strategic partnership with gogoro is in line with our vision be the future of mobility which we are bringing alive through our mission to create collaborate and inspire today marks another major milestone in our journey as we bring hero's leadership in two wheelers our global scale and innovation powerhouse with the leadership of gogoro in the swapping business model as they have demonstrated over the years in taiwan and the rest of the world end quote basically mr pawan munjal talks about the partnership with gogoro gogoro and how they can introduce sustainable mobility in india so also there's a quote by horace luke uh, the founder of uh, gogoro inc and he mm-hmm. said that the hero gogoro partnership will address many challenges that india is facing with respect oil imports and pollution and they will leverage hero's market strength and gogoro's in- innovations to deliver smart vehicles with the gogoro's battery battery swapping technology holy cow Big ICE vehicle manufacturers are actually taking notice of the EV revolution. Hero Motor Corp sells millions of pollution two-wheelers in India, and yet they don't offer a single electric vehicle in their portfolio. And looks like all of this will change soon. Hero Motor Corp giant has woken up to introduce the battery swapping technology in India. These Gogoro scooters are not cheap. In Tepe City, the newly launched Gogoro Viva Mix. smart high speed electric scooter starts at us dollar 2100 that's uh, comes yeah. to around uh, 1.5 lakhs so pretty expensive it remains to be seen how hero will uh, position these vehicles for the indian market hero electric still manufactures petrol scooters that they sell in india all over india selling these uh, gogoro scooters would be a conflict of interest for them uh, <laughs> failures hero electric would offer premium scooters for the indian market for the next 2 3 years they would uh, they would uh, they would price these scooters at a very high rate so that they make good margins once they really get serious and once the government starts you know telling them to shut down their petrol business they will start promoting evs for the mass market that's what i see that's how i see Unless players like Ola Electric really ramp up and they force Electric to you know act, Hero Hero Motor Corp to act faster, so mm-hmm. it remains to be seen. There's one more thing, which is that the GoGoRo Network program gives Hero Motor Corp access to GoGoRo's innovation and intellectual property, including its intelligent drivetrains and controllers, and components and smart systems. So we can expect Hero to create India-specific designs using GoGoRo's drivetrain and electronics. and integrate them with gogoro's battery swapping system but again no dates or announcement have been made so all of this is speculation for the time being we can only wait and watch so hero motor corp has so basically hero motor corp has done nothing in the ev space they're not invested in r&d they're not uh, building any, any of the electronic components so the they have decided to do these things so you know tie up with gogoro use their components use their innovations use their r&d and mm-hmm. launch products for the indian market mm-hmm. seems a smart move Uh, because they are late in the game and they never bothered all these years i think it's a smart move it is exciting to see hero motor corp uh, launch evs with gogoro technology uh, they also have to be criticized for not doing any, anything to help the ev movement over the last decade they are such a big brand 
they never launched an EV. Uh, they, were ha- they were happy to sell millions of pollution-causing ICE vehicles. And only now, when we saw the likes of Ola Electric and Bajaj announce huge plans for electric scooters, they have, you know, uh, t- decided to take action. So that is a big red flag for me. It's not something they believe in electric vehicles. They, they're happy with the status quo as it, as it seems. Uh, that is why I will always remain skeptical of these big ice vehicle manufacturers because they don't believe in real change, right? They only do what the market tells them to do or they, uh, if things are forced upon them. Yeah, so neither should companies like Bajaj be let off the hook because uh, ETA was announced back in 2015 and Honda has been selling electric uh, two-wheelers for, for years now. So these companies, which have so much money, uh, were content to sit around and just wait to see how these startups did. And the moment they saw uh, Aethers and Pure EV selling like hotcakes, they realized how much money was going down the drain and suddenly they sprang to life. Time will tell how serious these companies are about selling electric vehicles on a mass scale in India. If, if I'm in the market and I'm looking to buy an electric two-wheeler, I will always go with a company that doesn't sell petrol vehicles. I would definitely prefer right. a Ola electric scooter compared to a Hero Motor Corp offering. But yeah, many people prefer the Hero brand name. So that, I guess, is a selling point for many people. But uh, let's see. It's yeah. going to be interesting. I think by 2022, by next year, we'll have a lot of options. And uh, there's no excuse to buy petrol scooters anymore. So I'm very excited. <laughs> Okay, looking forward to that. Let's move on to the third news item. Mahindra to invest rupees 3,000 crore towards electric vehicles. The company is going to put in fresh investments of 3,000 crores in its electric vehicle business over the next three years and has ambitions to sell 500,000 EVs by 2025. By 2025, there'll be half a million EVs on India's roads, according to Mahindra, and uh, it has already invested 1,700 crores towards the achieving this goal and 500 crores have been invested in its R&D center. The EV technology plant in Bangalore already produces battery packs, power electronics and motors. Now, a new manufacturing unit is being contemplated for Pune that will manufacture EV. So, interesting to see that Mahindra set actually set a target. This is what uh, the CEO of uh, Mahindra, Mr. Anish Shah said. He said that, uh, you know, we, they have capabilities in Detroit. They have capabilities in Italy and their formula. they also have the Formula E brand. Mandra looks like it's extremely bullish in the last mile EV segment, which is essentially three-wheelers and small four-wheelers for passengers and load carrying. So so he said that, you know, the next two, three years, this uh, last mile and the load carrying segment will become a very significant part of their business. Uh, but for four-wheelers, he, he still thinks that it's going to take some time. Uh, again, he's, you know, complaining about infrastructure. He's saying infrastructure is not going to come out. He's talking about a cost of ownership. He says that all these things have to work together and it will take at least three to five years for that to happen. Uh, Mahindra is bullish uh, in the last mile segment and the railway segment, but not so confident passenger car segment. So the Mahindra Treo Zor cargo loader has crossed one, the 1,000 unit skills mark within six months of launch. And according to Mahindra, Treo Zor has become the largest selling three-wheeler electric cargo carrier in the country with a market share of 59% in the segment. I'm I'm happy that Mahindra is focusing on commercial vehicles because that is Mahindra's traditional strength. But I still feel Mahindra can do a lot more. Um, if you, For example, if you visit the Mahindra small commercial website, they have like insane amount of models uh, selling, insane amount of models that are meant for commercial transport, commercial goods transport. Like for example, there is this Bolero pickup truck, Jito brand and the Supro van. Uh, there are the mini trucks and there are there's a minivan and all of these vehicles run on diesel. They sell all of the, they sell lakhs of these vehicles every year all you know all of all over India in small towns, cities. All of these models need need to have an EV option. Lakhs of these pollution causing vehicles are sold each year, 
and uh, currently they're selling few thousand EVs, and that is not good enough. Uh, but but at the same time, I'm glad to see that Mahindra set a goal of selling five lakh EVs by 2025. But if they really want to meet that goal, they will need to identify more variants and offer more options to consumers. So if they you know if they're happy with thousand units in six months, kind of a thing, this is more saber rattling. Yeah, and 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 also the Bolero pickup truck is very popular among small businesses. They do so much uh, cargo carrying every month, and they must be racking up tens of thousands in petrol bills. Converting it to electric would uh, completely solve that problem. Mahindra should really be getting on that right. Uh, well, they are actually run on diesel, so that's even more crazy and even more polluting. These vehicles are workhorses, and you know, for small businesses, is extremely useful. I'm totally, I, I totally feel Mahindra should speed up their commercial EV. It's imperative that Mahindra starts acting. Uh, I, I don't think they will meet the five lakh option by just offering three or four models. Uh, but at the same time, I appreciate what Mahindra is doing. Uh, when they launched the Trio Zor cargo loader, they said that every component in, of the Trio Zor cargo loader is made in India including the motor, the electronics, the BMS, the battery pack, it's all made in-house, except the lithium-ion cells, everything is made in India, which is brilliant. This is another example of how Indian companies are pushing towards localization and uh, they can, we can easily get rid of this Chinese dependence. So that way, the Indian EV industry is way better than the solar industry, the pharma industry, and the consumer electronics world. Another myth that is propagated that you know Indian EV industry is China, so that's totally no. It's very easy to localize these electronic components. We can do it. We have the know-how. You can see the example right here. With that, we've come to the end of this week. Let's go to Farah to see if we have any questions or comments. Farah, what do you have for us? Yes, Abhishek, we have a question from our YouTube viewer, Mr. Nipun Joseph. He commented on our video titled Suzuki Swift Desire Electric Car Conversion with Gears. He says, I'm excited to hear the price range of the kit and fitting charges. Would you guys like to say something to him? So Nipun, actually, Northway Motorsports has not uh, mentioned any pricing as of now. They're essentially a technology company. will focus on R&D and creating these kits. And ultimately, they're looking for some kind of a partner. Uh, who would be willing to, you know, take on the sales and servicing aspect. So that's that's where they're at. They're talking to multiple large partners who have a pan-India presence. Uh, I think that's important. I think they understand their core philosophy is technology and R&D and they've created a fantastic kit. We loved it. I sat in the Swift Desire, Electric, me and Atulji and uh, the acceleration, the torque, it's like the stomach churning. On top of that, you have gears for efficiency. It's fantastic what they've done. The key is execution. So how will they sell? How will they provide service? They need to find a good partner and hopefully they'll find a partner next say five to six months time and then we will know price but what i feel is the price should should be left less than um, five lakhs uh around four to five lakhs uh so if if you can if you have a swift desire car if you can spend four to five lakhs on uh, this kit and that can go to 50 kilometers real world on highway it's a fantastic deal i would say get this over the next one so because it's a far superior kit with better technology space claims that they make all their components in-house so they have a stronger uh Understanding on the technology, but of course, Tata, Tata has their own big brand. They have a bigger brand and uh, service and support network. Ultimately, you'll have to take a call once Northways uh, announces their uh, partner. Uh, you will have more details on the numbers, and then you can take a call. All right, guys, that was all the questions and comments we had. Thank you so much for listening to the Plug in India Electric Vehicle Weekly Podcast. See you all next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Plug in India Electric Vehicle Podcast. You can find transcripts for each episode on our website. Plug in India is an EV advocacy group and a social enterprise dedicated to promoting electric vehicles and sustainable transport in India. You can write to us at support at pluginindia.com or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. We are self-owned and not a part of any large media organization. If you want to support our work, why not become a Patreon supporter or a YouTube channel member? It helps in paying our staff 
and bandwidth. You can also support the show for free. Write a review or recommend us to your friends and family. Every little bit helps. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for listening. Bye.